0: hey everyone thanks for uh joining us again for another uh episode of direct connect uh today hopefully we can keep our uh thoughts clean and pure and um you know today's uh what is it Uh, special day isn't it may the fourth be with you yeah. we there? Feels like a Disney day to me. <laughs> Is that strange though to call it a Disney day? Couldn't Do you have any that days that yet. aren't
1: Disney days?
0: Well, yeah. Star Wars and Disney still. It's like seems Brian not having me. a
1: donut day. Yeah, donut it's day. like not having a donut day. That's
2: right. But <laughs> I me mean not having a dumpster fire day. Or the <laughs> dumpster fire day. Uh, There's a common denominator um, in those dumpster fires, Nick. I just can't figure it out. <laughs> come yeah. out of nowhere <laughs> uh, yeah may the fourth like big pen for me The fourth and i don't know why we don't have leonard on here because leonard's you know well he, i he, do arguing about, awesome. about canon
0: we would uh do nothing but talk about star wars it would yeah.
2: be uh, the end of the show he could he could change 12 costumes you know all throughout the show so yeah that's crazy see if i can summon
1: phantom menace is the best episode Oh, oh man. <laughs> uh,
0: we can always um, we can always <laughs> evoke uh um Brant by you know doing a whole session on Ewoks.
1: <laughs> oh, I got so much time for that. Oh yeah.
0: Speaking of uh Hollywood and things going on and the the rich and the famous, uh you know, we got uh Elon buying Twitter, which is blowing up everybody's world supposedly, and and uh You know, who would have thought the guy that uh, was closest to the energy sector with his uh, electric cars, the EV man, uh, would actually own a social media platform someday? Strange world. It reminded me of um, back in the day when uh, um, electric utilities were also going to be our internet provider. Oh, yeah. Uh, We're going to use transmission lines. What What do they call that? Um, Um, I don't know. They had a name for it. Yeah, so There's many there. projects that went out there. Yeah, that was giving me PTSD deal. from
1: when we were doing wholesale fiber when I was a grant. Mm. Oh, all yeah. the, the board meetings I was expected like we were talking about rec sites for the hydros or budget. People would get up in arms about that. Nope, fiber and Bitcoin. Mm. Those were the Bitcoin hot topics out there. Yeah,
0: talks about uh, to me it comes back to you know trying to stay in your own same lane uh you know you get outside of that lane sometimes you you start bleeding into things that uh um don't make you look so favorable um, i think that comes to any case with technology too you know when uh you're um trying to do your core business and you go wow you know we could even make more money if we did this mm-hmm. um, let's spend a bunch of money and build something that we're not really familiar with and and yeah. uh, that can get you in in, a, in some hot water Uh, or or something
2: we're not familiar with right
0: yeah yeah it's uh anyway um i thought it was interesting that uh an electric uh vehicle um creator out there you know playing in the social media space what could possibly go wrong no idea indeed it's going to be a fun adventure
2: i might i might have to rejoin twitter just to see it see it all go down
0: Well, you know, in the pandemic, I quit
2: Twitter because I just couldn't take it any longer.
0: And I gave up. I think I had over 10,000 followers, which isn't huge. But, um, you know, it took several years to get there, and you just give it up, and, you know, it's gone. But uh, it's a lot more uh, fun to watch Twitter now where I'm not uh, thinking about every word I'm doing, whether (laughs) I'm going to get banned for, uh, you know, I don't know for for liking the Do Show. That's
2: right. How dare That's you right. like the Do Show? Get in trouble for that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's a very um, controversial topic.
0: Well, change is inevitable. There is always going to be something going on, and you know, change happens in our world um, from a security perspective almost daily. We don't know who's going to come after us, or those, you know, those threat actors out there are 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 going to be unique and new and. We're never going to be able to outrun them, and you know, as a um, you know a group of people that are tasked with uh, protecting some of the most critical infrastructure in the world, or the most critical infrastructure, it's it's a battle, and you got to find that happy place and, uh, and uh, finding where you can uh, do your best, and and a lot of that is is that we've talked about this many times is just be prepared, but it's also thinking outside the box. And, uh, you know, you know, going through the motions of, of what a really a real security team does is, is think of all the possibilities that could happen and, and find where you can address, um, you know, and mitigate and remediate potential risks. Um, I think that's important. But also on the compliance side, we've got regulations that are always changing. We've got the new TSA standards or, or 2B standards, uh, directives right now, And uh, then we have Project 2016-02 from NERC. It could change the entire vernacular of our NERC SIP world. Um, Phrases that we got so used to using may not mean the same anymore or may just be gone, deprecated from the world or new ones. I don't know what you guys are saying. I I, I see that uh, we live in an everlasting change in security and compliance. You just got to kind of get used to it. One of the things I'm
1: seeing, and it's really hard in the, the compliance space, is just a, a hesitance to a, adopt resilience as a strategy. Um, I think through what, what things that I learned literally on the battlefield at, when I was early 20s in, in Iraq, um, when I left for Iraq, the M1 Abrams was essentially impenetrable to a ground attack. Unless you had a javelin, now an law or a helicopter, it was a pretty safe place to be but then we found EFPs were created and we didn't have a response to that. We had best defense in the world. We didn't have a good countermeasure for that for a couple years. Um, same thing I, I look at with cyber attacks, um, physical attacks, whether it's through SIP 14 or, or just the day-to-day. I can build all the defenses in the world, but somebody's gonna come along and find a pinhole to get through. I gotta know how to identify that, assess, and my team's gotta know how to respond. More importantly, they gotta know how to respond if I'm not there. And it's really hard to write a standard for that that makes sense. And I think yeah. that's one of the things I, I appreciate the, the drafting teams starting to, to take on that weighty task. I don't envy them at all. Um, yeah. And I remember sitting in the SIP 14 drafting team um, with the the uh, the, or the the or regulatory folks that were there looking at that going, we don't know how we're going to audit this at all, um, short of, of running exercises and grading the
0: exercise. Yeah, you know, auditing those... Uh standards that are so wide open that can have a variety of answers to them makes it difficult from an auditor and it really makes it difficult for the utility that's trying to be do the right thing um yeah i don't envy either the drafting team writing these or those that have to comply with the those the sip 13 and sip 14 the style by which those are sip 8.
1: curious for you guys could you ever just that got me thinking of one of the things that happens in the military as you go through um, various training exercises for the army. We had Fort Irwin, California, that national training center, where they they graded your performance. Didn't matter how well you prepared, it was all going to come out in the wash. They put you through that crucible. Any thought of maybe something like that coming down? We're gonna
0: we're gonna come grade your exercise. That would be amazing. Yeah, um, I think that would be okay. very very helpful uh, for utilities. Um, you know, there were times when NERC would put together groups that would go out and and evaluate certain sections of the standard. I don't know if they've done that type of assessment. I mean, they put on, you know, a great show, the, the whole GridX environment is, is a wonderful start, yeah. but where do you go from there? Um, utilities are out there trying to fit into the grid X program. Um, but, you know, if they had somebody come to evaluate their, their performance on, on being ready and, and such, it would be so much help, more helpful. Uh, than trying to find out whether they have a document that has the right title on it.
2: Well, having having also the well designed exercises, right? I mean, we are all pretty familiar with the SIP eight type exercises with uh, you know cybersecurity incident response, you know, those types of things. But I don't think people have really considered you know a lot of exercises outside of those that are absolutely required by the standard. But you know, give give some pause to think like you know how could you develop an exercise program, so to speak, and not talking fitness, but, um, you know, a compliance program of sorts where you're conducting regular exercise, you know, train like you train, like you fight. Right. I mean, you know, what would that look like? I wonder, I well, haven't put much thought into it, but I like the topic cause it'd be, well, it'd be kind of fun. You know, we don't, we don't
0: all, um, prescribe to, uh, the doing exercises as a regular, uh, way of being healthy, but, um, <laughs> It is uh, definitely the way to get healthy, right? Um, we all know it um, from a physical perspective, individual perspective. We know sure. you have to exercise and you have to eat right in order to be, have a, a healthy body um, overall. Yeah. We know it. We don't all do it, yeah, but we know yeah. it. So that could go. That goes right straight to security um, yeah. into compliance. Uh, you know, test, evaluate, test, yeah. evaluate, correct, get better. That's the only way you can do this, and I think it's the best standard that we have. Are those that have those elements in, in, embedded in them, we got it in SIP fourteen. Um, we've got SIP uh, eight as standalone, though. Sure, would be nice if SIP eight was an umbrella of some sort to a number of different requirements.
2: Well, and it, I don't even know if that's possible.
1: Good. Is that where they were trying to go with the old identify assess
2: correct? They just didn't think it yeah. always. Maybe right? that's where it was. I, th- I think that was an element of it. You know, I remember I was there during a lot of those V5 drafting team and they, the concept when that came out was, in my opinion, was pretty sound, but then it kind of took on a life of its own. And like a lot of things turned out to be not as, uh, not as great as intended, but, but really taking that perspective of, uh, instead of a zero defect requirement, it's okay. How do we do on our last exercise? How do we do on this exercise? Where did we, how much did we improve? Where do we improve? Um, so you're only comparing yourself to how good or bad you were the previous time and just building on that continuously like that, you know, that's something that, that could yield some pretty significant benefits, but I just don't, I don't think the industry or, you know, obviously the standards aren't, aren't set up for it, but yeah, it just seems to me that, uh,
0: we're about there, you know, maybe we were there four or five years ago where we needed to move away from that, that zero defect, that, uh, performance problem um on each individual knit of the requirements we're we're at a point where we need to see people grow and mature and uh we talk about maturity in you know in cybersecurity. we talk about maturity relevant to a number of different programs that the department of energy has put out there Uh, we've put uh, a lot of emphasis on what nist says to do however we don't regulate to those we don't audit to those. We audit to the strict language of this standard. And uh, that vernacular of the strict language of the requirement to me is outdated. It's, it's time is gone. Uh, we need to come up with a way yeah. to be able to audit people for what they do that is good and help them mature what isn't there yet, what, which is still a child that needs to be brought up and, mm-hmm. and be able to feed itself, for example. Yeah, I think
1: like like any good exercise, you don't jump right in with the full full scale exercise or even drop into a uh, a range or any of those kind of, sort of things. You start with a tabletop. Say, okay, how are we doing on this? What are our big areas? You're also looking at your individual training. What are your smaller groups doing? Particularly for some of the bigger utilities where you may have three, four, five different groups that are playing in the pond. How are they doing as as a team? And then you bring them all together on that tabletop. But then you you evolve it. Stacy. to your point, that allows you that that growth. Um, mm. One of the things I think it would, would really help with is is the turnover, and, and whether it's through retirements, which, remember, that was the big thing when I was coming up, is that we we're facing a wave of retirements. Well, that was about 25 years ago, so ooh, by my math, we're about ready for the next one of those.
0: Yeah, that was the brownout, yeah.
1: right? Yeah. They called it. Uh, yep. Every time I go out to a utility, I, I, there's somebody who's got a countdown. Today, I, I talked to a... a gentleman at 140 days. (laughs) Mm. Fantastic. He didn't have hours yet, but he said that's probably around day 100, he'll he'll put hours on it. So
0: there's always somebody. Well, it's definitely an unforgiving role, right? Anyone that's working in security is already in a compliance role to start with. And then you take a, you know, a regulated governance approach to those processes that are associated with doing security and it even makes it more onerous and more stressful for those that have to play in that world. And uh, um, yeah, maybe uh, a lot of the retirements that I've heard recently have to do with, I'm just done with this. I'm done with being in the compliance game. I'm I'm tired of being the bad guy. Um, I don't want to be bad cop anymore. I want to do something that's a little fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Not saying that security can have a lot of fun with it. Maybe there is. I've never seen super fun. Um, you know, there's a passion that goes with it, but <laughs> maybe not, uh, wow, this is amazing. Let me do this all day long. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I do, I think, um, there's gotta be some kind of change in the approach that we're doing for the electric sector and, and maybe, well, wouldn't it be nice if TSA, um, went from these strict directives, and I guess they're kind of vague. You know, some of us can't even see them. They're so important. Um, but, uh, you know, if that led to a set of standards that, that did do something like that that was more assessment-based, that would be a great show and tell um, to, you know, the electric sector to say, hey, you guys can do better. Come on along with us. And uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I think a lot about Nurk. that's that's all I do often. And I wonder if I were king for the day, what could I do to help and make things better? And uh, I, I might have to redo the entire standard development team process. Uh, nothing against those that are involved in doing that. They're doing fantastic work, but do we really want it like that? Do we want a group of people that spend five years to six years developing a standard because it's so important to get each and every word correct, or you can't even get it past. You can't get it past you know, yeah. your balloting system. Yeah. That's a struggle.
1: Part of that is, is the standards being so focused on defense or preventive controls. That's all they are. Mm-hmm. Very little outside of, well, SIP 8, I'd say maybe 9, 14, maybe a little bit if you write it the right way, but everything else is, thou shalt do this to keep this from happening with no thought to what happens when that doesn't work, which I think we can all point to, we could probably spend hours going through examples of compliant, but not secure.
0: You've seen small attempts in in that realm though, like in SIP 13, they want you to do a risk assessment based on evaluating a vendor. Mm -hmm. Standards weren't really written strict enough though, or clear enough to really define what that looks like. And so utilities are left with this write your own adventure program. And really are missing the point sometimes. Um, well, you know, it, 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 it's that balance part of it, right? Where do, you, where do you find the right words to endure? And sometimes it's not the requirement, sometimes it's the program around the auditing of that, pro, that yeah. set of requirements. One of the other things yeah.
1: I've seen with the choose your own adventures is what behaviors are incentivized. If you write an adventure mm-hmm. that says, oh, I'm going to walk over to the door and come back, you're compliant, so you get left alone. You actually write something that's legitimate. You get put through the ringer occasionally because you may have missed a step somewhere along the way. But in the grand scheme of security, which is better? You're doing the right thing because it's the intent and it's the right thing to do. Now, all of a sudden, you're held accountable to it or somebody else doesn't even try, and they're not. That's one of the things that... Talk about what grinds my gears. They're ground. (laughs) They're circles. (laughs) Yep.
0: Well, there's certainly no easy answer on any of this, but... uh uh, it's, it's, uh, I think I, I kind of have a feeling that change is coming. There is some level of change. Um, yeah. I think, uh, the whole pandemic that left us all remote made us think a little differently already, um, made the regulators think differently. And maybe those are lessons that are being thought about right now that we don't know of. We're obviously not plugged into everything, which we were, um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's history is going to either be repeated or it's uh, gonna have lessons that change the course of the way we go. And um, I'm excited about coming out of this pandemic. I'm excited about uh, uh, some of the new things that we're seeing in other regulations and water. Water, we got regu- security regulations coming. Um, you know, What is that gonna do? Is that gonna help us all? Or is it gonna bring us back down to even more crushing type of, compliance and i hope it's the the better right of the two and and um you know if you're listening to this uh, uh at all you got this far along in this uh conversation uh, you know we encourage you to you know to think outside the box and push your regulators to think outside the boxes too you know if you're if you're nerd listening to this we're not mad we're we want you to do better. Um, but if you're a utility, you know, think, uh, think about ways you can work with your regulator to encourage them to, to do better, too. You know, don't always just approve everything. Have a conversation, yep. you know, and um, use, your, uh, use your bodies out there that uh, are, are bigger than you, you know, like EEI and uh, AS, AGA and all those to, to help push um, the proper message, um, whatever that might be. Something has to change eventually, and uh, maybe we can be better all
2: together. Yep, much agreed.
0: Enough catchphrases and all
2: that. <laughs> that was pretty say. good. hold on. My checklist. I think you hit eight out of ten.
1: <laughs> you got a bingo.
0: Too bad hashtags are uh, <laughs> yeah, so nineteen ninety. No, what are they? They
2: hashtags. Oh, yeah, those so two thousand <laughs> Put
1: A hash brown on it. Send <laughs> it to the internet.
0: Well um guys we're coming up on time so as matter of fact we went way over uh, any parting words uh, let's start with uh Brian, you gotta have some parting mm, I words. I've had
2: very few words in this discussion, but no parting words. I, I this has been a good good discussion to get you thinking about how the standards could be and you know what we should do. I think one of the one of those main struggles is is just change in general like we talked about. There's uh it's difficult in the utility industry to make a lot of change quickly. Um, you know and definitely not keeping up with technology or evolving threats you know we, we recognize that but trying to trying to close the gap between those two between current state and you know how fast things change but that's you know keep a mind's eye to to opportunities i think stacy your admonition to you know push the regulators and say hey how can we do this different how can we do it better uh, so that we're more resilient to take from nick's, nick's comments about the resiliency side of it but but also just, you know, how can we do this better? Because there's, there's some change needed, I think, but that's all I got. Just be better, <laughs> just be better.
0: I about you, Nick? Think the, the big thing
1: is, watch out for that failure of imagination, those things that keep you up at night, turn them into an exercise. Ask your team, go find the new guy. What keeps you up at night? And then, then the next question, what if it actually happens? What do we do?
2: Mm.
1: No, that's good. There's a scenario. Yep. So
0: perfect perfect well everyone thank you for uh listening to our uh um blabbering and uh we appreciate all of you listening in and uh paying attention and uh um you know we don't have all the answers but we've been around the block a few times so hopefully we were able to uh uh, give you a little bit of thought um you know some things to think about uh take back to your uh teams and uh If you you need to talk to us, you know we're just a a phone call or an email away, and uh, we'd love to be able to chat with you anytime, so give us a call. With that, uh, this is a wrap with uh, today's uh, May the Force Be With You Direct Connect. Everyone have a good day. Thanks, everyone. Not only is Direct Connect available to listen to, you can also watch each episode on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Archer News Network. If you're interested in who we are and what we do, head on over to our website at archerint.com. That's archerint.com. You can also follow us on our social media platforms, Archer International on Facebook, Archer Energy Solutions LLC on LinkedIn, at Archer underscore INTL on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and check back every
2: other week for brand new episodes.